Best-selling author Simone Kelly has done it again. Her latest novel, 1544, will take you on a suspenseful and mystical ride. 1544 is a thriller about a father and daughter with supernatural abilities. Meet Ty Carter, millionaire investor, and Journey Salazar, his 22-year-old daughter. Journey is eager to learn about her family roots and build a relationship with her father. Journey soon shows him that she is the master of control and manipulation. Daddy's little girl is not all she claims to be. players you are in the right place if you're ready to own your power i'm coach simone kelly author holistic business coach and life coach with own your power communications our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve make some noise studio. <laughs> today we have a very exciting topic a topic we've done in the past which is online dating disasters and so add the, the scary music, right? Um, so I'm so happy to have my new friend who I met on Instagram while we were snapping on somebody. Um, we'll have to share that story. That was pretty funny. Um, Tra Tracy Kennedy, welcome to the show, Tracy. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. So happy to have you. Um, so you want to share how we met? I, you know what? It was so, look. Remember okay, the, so the lines? I do. Okay. So it was on the the damn he fine page, right? And it was this guy. He's super cute. He was, but I looked at him and I was like, ah, he looks like he is sitting around eating gas station snacks, playing video games all day long. No one wants that. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, and, and so there were a lot of women that were like, you're just messing up the fantasy. And I'm like, who is fantasizing somebody eating up they they baby mama food stamps? car come on now no that's a liability sis that's what he is he's right. a liability right. he's not an asset <laughs> yeah, we, we should add that in the video he was you, you we moving his tongue like a snake and it was and, and you know it looked nice for some people but but most yeah. of us can see through it was a little boy we were like that's a little boy who has no job and probably lives off of women but um i mean to be honest i saw more people snapping on him than, than com commenting so it seemed like a lot of grown women were in there we, we could see right through his, his little act, but it was pretty funny. So after that, I loved her. I was like, oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> and then we were talking back and forth or whatever. And then I inbox, I looked at her page. That's what it was. And then I saw that she was an author. And literally that same probably like 20 minutes span, I was just giving advice to a friend about online dating. And I, I looked at her book. It's, it's called Tinder Nights with Tracy, Swiping Right During the Age of the Rona. Right. Okay. So, how perfect is this? So, please tell us about your book first. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I got to back up. Let me reread your bio first. People know who you are. Uh, okay. <laughs> aside from the funny girl on, on Instagram. Um. So, <laughs> Tracy Kennedy is the mother of two precocious children, four fur babies. Tracy Kennedy went from a depressed, lonely homeschooling mom to entrepreneurship, creating California Country Organics Body Care. Ooh, with the company motto. Love yourself organically. Tracy applied this phrase to her life, becoming the get it together guru, releasing her anticipated first book, Tender Nights with Tracy, swiping right during the age of Rona. In her spare time, she creates walkable garden spaces in her Birmingham, Alabama-based home, minding her business and living unapologetically free. I love your bio. 
So tell yeah. us, give us some backstory of what inspired it. And then, then we're going to hear a little bit. Um, so basically what happened was uh, I left my marriage and um, I met this amazing man on Tinder. Um, I, I decided after I, after I left my marriage, I was like, I don't really want to go back to this. And so, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm new to the dating scene after 10 years mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, pushing 40. I'm like, who am I going to pick up in a motherfucking club? <laughs> so I was like, well, let me go to Tinder. Cause right. everybody had to go to Tinder, go to Bumble and yeah. all these different dating sites. Right. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, Tinder was the most popular at the time. And so, and everybody's you really need to go on there. And I did. And and I, I met a few guys, but this one in particular, when I met him, I was like, oh, I knew Tinder was going to be it. I knew it. <laughs> I was so happy. And um, he kind of took me on this whirlwind of emotions that I was not prepared for. And uh, after, you know, losing myself so much in my marriage, mm-hmm. um, I kind of just dipped into online dating as a way of running away. Escape, right. Yeah. And and honestly, um, having some really good sex for the first time <laughs> in my life. I learned how to have sex for the first time at 39 wow. years. Wow. Okay. All righty then. <laughs> For those just listening, because we're going to have video too, but uh, you should see her facial expression. So sounds like she had a really good time with Tinder. Baby, hallelujah, <laughs> praise his name. <laughs> That's why I'm saving and sanctified now because the Lord was like, hey, <laughs> right, right. I'm going to need you to not be greedy. So we, we've talked a lot about um, online dating, I guess, um, on my radio show for many years, like since, you know, since it kind of started, I should say. We're going on our 10th year for, for the podcast itself. And I know... During COVID, during Rona, as your book is titled, right? Um, it was actually kind of risky, but people still did it. I know I did it. So, you know, <laughs> but, but I had some people that were very scared, like, you know, like, oh, I don't know, you know, I, my grandmother just died from it or, you know, whatever that they, they were dealing with. So, you know, how did you deal with that part of it? The whole Rona part? Uh, like I did it. <laughs> like a champ. <laughs> I did it like a champ. I did it like a fucking professional. That's what, how I did it. What it, what it, what it, Shangela, I am a professional. Work, work. <laughs> I went full blown drag queen into the dating scene. I was taking names, bitch. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah. let me ask you this. Did, I mean, did you have issues with people that were afraid to go out, or did you were you ever afraid to meet up with people because of you know going through COVID? I mean, uh, in all honesty. What I realized so much on Tinder during the like during during the COVIDs um, <laughs> <laughs> was the fact that um, everybody was so bored sitting in their house alone and they needed some kind of human interaction. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why a lot of us were on Tinder in the first place, right? Because we had no access to people anymore, right? And so, you know, there were some people, I mean, there were some photos on Tinder where they weren't even showing their face and they showed pictures of toilet paper and water and, and their bios were like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got some so toilet tissue over here. Tree, you want to come to my house and my refrigerator full. <laughs> and at the time I was like, shit, that don't sound bad. Can I come over? You like to drink? <laughs> <laughs> 
Me too. I bring some wine. Let me take two rolls of toilet paper. Two ply, please. <laughs> I was. That's literally, yeah. It was. So it I take it you didn't, you, did you pre-screen people? Yeah. I mean, you all, you know, you talk to them a little bit and things like that. Yeah, of course I did. It's not like I just invited anybody over within like two hours of like meeting them online. Who would do something like that? Not anybody like totally desperate for human interaction. I don't know who would do anything like that. Okay, I think I think you did. It looks like you did. Totally did. Totally did. Well, let's get let's let's we're gonna go over some stories that were were handed in. I guess um, unless you want to share one from the book. Like um, I mean, oh, I well, we, we're calling these dating disaster stories. So if you have one one that was like a disaster, you know, a short one. Oh, you oh, you're gonna read something too. Right? Oh, oh, so I'll read the beginning of my book. Okay, and that's kind of how it ended up on uh, on Tinder. Okay, and then I will read you um, the epigraph of my book. Okay, so chapter one is called the Catalyst. So as soon as he popped up on my screen, child, they have men like this in Birmingham bitch where swipe right <laughs> instant match so that means he saw me first and he liked what he saw <laughs> i didn't remotely play it cool immediately i sent a bunch of thirsty ass eyeball emojis hey sweet daddy i'm looking at you <laughs> he was cool in his response though hello tracy how are you doing tonight in my mind i said i'm gonna be doing amazing if i end up fucking you tonight but i briefly mentioned my day and then i asked if he wanted to meet for drinks later his response, exactly something I would say. I'm intrigued. We exchanged numbers and I called him once I was done for the evening. You know, there wasn't one part of me that ever fathomed I would be a 38-year-old woman recently separated from her husband, but still living under the same roof with two kids Ooh. looking for a date on Tinder. I'm too much for you and you're not enough for me. I'm finally done. I can't do this with you anymore. That's what I told my then husband, Captain Patriarchy, as I drove my cherry red Kia Rio rental car down the 15 freeway in Southern California while he sat in our home in Alabama. I couldn't take another day of our relationship constantly being about him. It was always about his big ass fucking feelings. Mm, okay. All right. Want to get a sneak peek into the future of your health? Try iridology. With my iRead, we practice iridology from a holistic standpoint. We create both a physical as well as spiritual understanding, which brings you in touch with your total being and helps you to correct and prevent imbalances. Book your appointment today and get 10% off by using code OYP. Click the link below in our show description to gain more information. Take the holistic approach to your health with iridology. Don't forget to use code OYP to save 10%. See the link in our description to gain access. Hi, this is Trisha Antonio Smith with TJ Counseling and Social Services, and I love listening to Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Maxine, Chief Green Goddess of Swipes, Love, and Wipes, here on Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Sanjaya, author of the best-selling book, Sex in South Beach, and I love talking about sex on Own Your Power Radio. <laughs> and so this is one of my, uh, he, I'm not going to lie, this, I call him, uh, I call him Frat Boy Slim. 
Okay. And so Frat Boy Slim was hands down the best. One of he's top three. Okay. Definitely the top in the top three. Oh God. <laughs> if you're watching, come on, buddy. <laughs> I can't believe next week, sir. I will say usually the best sometimes they come with some toxic stuff too. But um, I don't know. That's a part you of it. You know what? He wasn't. He okay. was a really sweet, gentle guy. He was just 26 and I was um, 40. That, that's why it was fun. But then, yeah, the, the big picture when you have to exactly. look at it. Yeah. So he loved when I Got wore it. red lipstick. He loved when I wore red lipstick. It turned him on to see the color smeared across my complexion as he fucked my head into the pillows from the back. I would talk to him for brief moments before sex as time went on between us. On occasions, it felt like he fucked me with passion when he knew I was feeling sadness or longing for Black King. His stroke would make me forget everything. It was like taking pure, uncut ecstasy. It was smooth and penetrating, deep and spirit-shaking. He treated my pussy like he was applying to get into heaven, professing how beautiful I was to him. I love looking in your eyes when I'm nut. It takes me to another world. Okay, okay, we know what kind of book this is. Hello! My fans of Simone Kelly will love Tracy Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> love that. All right. All right. So um, I'm going to guess that you probably don't have as much rules as I have. <laughs> you don't do the background checking. Of, yeah. Yeah. All right. You know why? You were um, having fun. You were more, yeah, for fun. I think. No. So, so what it comes, uh, just briefly, I just, I, I stopped um, uh, stop doing all all of that shit. And the reason why is because the fact that you never know where all of that's going to lead you. And I say that my my ex husband, his sister, she was with this man for like two or three, uh, maybe three years or something like that. Right? Mm -hmm. They were in the process of buying a house together, and he literally came home one day and said, "Uh, you have thirty days to move out. You can take anything that's in here." And I need you to understand that the only thing that she moved in with was her clothes and a buffet hutch. He was ready to give her everything in his, in his, in his loft in order for her to get out in 30 days. Yikes. And I need you to understand before they got together, she had a friend who was, who was a lawyer and they did full blown legal, like, law enforcement background checks on this guy to make to check his credit everything. right 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 but it didn't matter right because I, at the end of the day you never know who that person is going to be you don't know the content of their care i i get i get that part but i think i me personally i would feel safer at least kind of see if then they were a murderer before or some other stuff <laughs> uh ted, ted bundy scam, scam artist you know there's a lot of yeah there's a, Nobody knew that nobody knew Ted Bundy was a serial killer until right. he got caught. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. I, for me, and right. this is so often we become shackled to the fears and the what ifs that we are not able to unapologetically and freely live life. Right. And so there pretty much every person that I have ever met have for the most part been cool people mm -hmm. you know they've been like you know your typical male like you know quote-unquote toxicity and things like that right but right, it, right 
but if we weren't like intimate with one another, like we would have been like really awesome friends. Right, right, right. You know, but it's like, I do, there have been situations prior to this whole like Rona dating thing where I was very standoffish with people because right. I was like, uh, uh, no, this, that, that, this. Right, and right, and right. I'm and to a degree, I'm like that now. Right. Because I've because I've been in so many experiences. Now I'm at a point where I need this, 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 this. And now I'm at a point because I took the opportunity to just kind of jump in with an open heart and an open mind. Now I know exactly what I need. And now on top of that, I can look at somebody and relatively go, you know what? You probably ain't for me. But that's okay. Right, right, right. You success in life. Yeah, I just think. For me, I was I was very good at um pre-screening people because there's a lot of like me personally, I'm not gonna get my do my hair and get dressed up and meet you and be pissed off because I because I didn't do I didn't talk to you first or do a video chat. But even through video chat, you can still put on you know something and pretend to be somebody else. I mean, I get but it. Was, but yeah, that was the thing about the Rona. Nobody cared what you looked like. They just wanted some human interaction. <laughs> I promise you, eighty percent of the dates I went on. I was in like some yoga pants in a tank top, bro. Like there was no makeup on. Uh, this, you get what you get. Don't throw a fit. It's well, a children's know, book. I know guys that like, they prefer to meet you at the gym or, or meet you in, when you're natural. That way they know that's what you really look like versus all dolled up with the eyelashes all out here, you know? So let me read, let me share a, one of the stories. Well, this was, this one wasn't written. It was one I remember from another show where a girl said she was on a date with somebody and as they're talking and eating, his gum started bleeding. Like she said, it was like, I was like, she had to like tell him, can you, can you imagine how like fit to be bleeding that bad? That's scary. That's some, that's some oral issues. Yeah, that's frightening. Immediately take care of. We definitely need some dental insurance right now. Oh. So me, I one of my funny stories when I first moved to Atlanta, I went on a date. I think I met him on Bumble. Really good looking guy, but he was, yeah. We talked, had a good time on the phone, did video, and then he was like, "Hey, um, mind you, a lot of stuff was shut down, but Atlanta was wide open, you know, um, <laughs> party central." And we, had, were, yeah, there were some places that were still kind of open. Um, and he was like, "Hey, why don't you meet me at this um lounge area, and you know, we can you know meet up and have a drink or whatever." And I don't drink, but I was like, all right, sure, whatever, I'll, I'll get a soda. So I called my girlfriend, like, girl, um, what's this street look? Is this street like the hood? Like, where is it? Because I was still new to Atlanta. I didn't know where, what, what you know. She was like, yeah, it's kind of hood over there. Um, and she was like, no, but you'll be fine. It's fine. So I told her, you know, I, I made sure I t- his, this is his name, this is his phone number, this, you know, here's a picture in case I end up missing. So I get there, and he's there with his whole crew of friends sitting around. Like, it's like a, it's like a lounge lounge but it's more like a hangout like you know playing pool and spades or whatever a bunch of dudes with his friends like oh hey come on over. and I'm like this is not a first date like you don't have me mean all your friends you know and they're like hey how you doing he's just like hey you know and he's sitting next to me he's like then then here's the best part I see I see a girl like a go-go dancer I don't know what this was like this this big and like a little outfit and she was crawling on on crawling on top of the um the the bar the counter like you know like literally crawling cat I was like where, where, where did I come to where did I so then I then he ends up you know get he's like you want whatever you want whatever you want you know you could get something and people are smoking I'm just like I was like I'll just get a soda like I don't want to eat here like you know 
So we end up sitting and talking on the side. Right. And he's like, he's like, this isn't good. Like, what do you think? And I was like, I was like, yeah, the first date, I don't want, you know, meeting all your friends. Like, this is not a great, you know, like he Ooh, pretty much he, had a bad, yeah. I had a bad experience. He he was in denial of what, what, what was going on. But can you imagine? Girl, who wants to eat on a bar where somebody is crawling Crawling and, and there's yeah, smoke me, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, you got yeah. your shoes on, the, on. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want yeah. it. And everybody, know. nobody had. I mean, this is when math was like really mandatory. I think one guy had a mask on. So I was even like culture shock because I haven't really gone anywhere, you know, because of COVID. Yeah. So I had to see everybody with no mask on and then people smoke. I was just like, get me out of here. Anyway, that was, it was, you know, nothing. It didn't turn into anything, thank God. Um, but he was also very egotistical, red flags. Every minute he's like, showing me his Escalade and whatever car he had and, you know, trying to show yeah. us those. I know. Yeah. Those. One of those. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> all right. So one of the other stories, that was my, that was one of my stories, but you know, not a big deal. Then one of the other stories, um, we got, this is from somebody we'll just, we'll call her RV for now. Her okay. initials in Miami. She goes, I met this guy through the dating app on Bumble. He only had a headshot of his picture, red flag. Number one, he had a pleasant face. So I swipe right. We started talking for a couple of days. During our conversation, he said he refused to go on a date with a 300-pound person, red flag number two. So I was like, okay, I'm not 300 pounds, whatever. The next day, he asked that we meet face-to-face -face at a restaurant. Prior to our date, he told me that he was short. I was like, I, I'm, I was married to a short man, so not a problem. She said, usually when I'm going to meet someone for the first time, I would put my girlfriend on standby in case the date is not going well. On my way to the restaurant, the dude called me to say that he was going to be two hours late because his neighbor's father had just died. I mean, that sounds like a good excuse, kind of. Um, and he wanted to support him. Red flag number three. He also warned me that he he would be wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Again, the restaurant was pretty casual and not a big deal. I was bored, so I chilled at the restaurant for two hours. When he finally showed up, this man looked like the Penguin character in the Batman movie. I feel like I just got shot through the heart by John Bo Jovi. Come on. <laughs> He said his shirt was wrinkled. I literally had to bend down to hug him as, as we started talking. Uh, the man went from English to German to Mandarin. I don't want it. Then she goes, I didn't understand why this man was speaking in a foreign language. I finally asked him if he was nervous. We ordered food. He ordered shrimp scampi. He picked up the shrimp with his hands. Red flag number four. Yeah, fried shrimp, yeah, but not shrimp scampi. <laughs> and then by then I would excuse myself and went to the bathroom to text my friend to rescue for the rescue call to call me in 10 minutes. He kept pressing me to look under the table as we ate. That was the part that got me when she told me the story. Um, oh. I asked, why do you need me to look under the table? He replied, trust me, look under the table. Uh-oh. <laughs> by then I already was grossed out by his mannerism. I was glad when my friend called me. I told him I had an emergency and had to go. He said, oh, was this a rescue call? I didn't reply. Never again. So what do you think he had under the table? His peeny weenies out of his pants. That's the only thing I can think of. Because if I'm telling somebody to look under the table, I got my giblets ready to show you, bro. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what that means. Let me move back. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the simple fact that that's the irony, too, like, me and um a couple of my friends would laugh and say, like, the people that would approach you, it's like, look at me and look at you. Like, do we look like a match? Like, you know, the egos. It's like, he's talking about he don't want 300 pounds and he, and he looking like the penguin. Like, it cracks me up. Uh, I haven't seen guys in prison. Have you ever seen any of those? Oh, I yeah. I had a couple of those. With their foot on the toilet posing. Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> it was, you know what? I actually had a friend. And she, she sent me this photo of this guy, right? She's like, girl, he is cute, huh? I was like, he is kind of cute, girl. I was like, I don't know about this picture, though. 
where is he having this photo? I wonder. She was like, girl, he just standing next to like a wall. Just he probably mm-hmm. hanging out with friends or something like that, right? Look, <laughs> I need you to understand that two days later, she was like, girl, he got a burner phone in jail, girl. He is in prison. <laughs> I mean, I told you that background looked a little funny. <laughs> Look, I need to open up a detective agency because I don't find a lot of stuff for people because I I know the websites to go to. (laughs) Background, look, reverse the reverse number lookup. I remember I met a guy that was like, you know, oh, I'm divorced, this, that, and the other. I reverse looked up his phone number. It was connected to a lady. I looked her up on Facebook. He's all up in the pictures. They still married with five kids. So I was like, not wasting my time for that date. Yeah. Oh, a lot of things God. I can find out, trust me. And it doesn't help hurt that I'm intuitive too. So, you know. Come on, sis. All right, let me see if I have. So what with that advice, what advice would you have given that girl? I mean, I in all honesty, um, when he said that he was gonna be two hours late because his neighbor do- dad, somebody yeah, died. They canceled. They literally just died. Two- yeah. No, he was helping supposedly counseling somebody or whatever. But I'm like, in that case, cancel the what date. What counseling degree do you have? Yeah. But I'm like, if it's that serious, cancel the date, reschedule. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not waiting in, in, in a restaurant for nobody for two hours. Sorry. Right. Not gonna happen. And, and, uh, I have um, this thing that I always do. When I, when I absolutely mean no, I go, ain't no fucking way <laughs> in hell. That's how I feel. Ain't no fucking way in hell. It's not. You're freaking hysterical. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got another one. Um, so this is from Diane S. In New York, she goes, I met Michael, not his real name, on a dating site. We messaged, messaged, messaged each other, messengered each other, I guess that's what she's trying to say, um, each other back and forth for the past few weeks. Um, I had a list of questions I would generally ask all men I talked to. Are you married? How many kids? Where do you live? Where do you work? Etc. We eventually changed num- exchanged numbers and started talking on the phone. I enjoyed talking with him. He was a funny guy. After talking on the phone for about three weeks, we agreed to meet up for dinner. I met him at, at a diner in Brooklyn. We ordered our food, and as we were waiting, we chatted about different things. As he was talking, he mentioned his ex-wife. She said, record scratch. <laughs> Excuse me, ex-wife? You have an ex-wife? I asked you if you were married. He told me he answered my question with a no, because he's currently not married. He proceeded to explain to me that he was married seven times to six different women. Holy Jesus. And that he does not like having to answer to anyone. He enjoys coming and going as he pleases. Long story short, that was our last date. And when asking a man if he's married, I make sure to ask, have you ever been married? Okay. Seven times is a, that's a with big risk. Seven times with six women. So <clears throat> one of them women got some good pussy. <laughs> he was like, baby, let's try it one more time. <laughs> I like to be on my own, but I want to be on my own with you. <laughs> Just let me have some side bitches. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, yeah, and that's that's. I mean, let's talk about like red more red flags. Like, what are the red flags that you? Um, my my biggest red flags are how men communicate. I am a major talker. I I I I love to. I mean, from anything and everything, I will talk about it. It does not matter because you know I don't want to just sit next to somebody and like stare at you. Because after a while, we all gonna get real old and wrinkly and shit like this. We gonna have to have something else to talk to because I I'm not gonna count the wrinkles on your fucking face. I'm not. It's just not. It's not reality. So you're gonna have to be able to communicate. And I have noticed that in men's bios a lot of them love to say i'm not going to be the one carrying this conversation i need you to bring something to the table you can't be just looks and i'm like oh well pick me (laughs) that's me i'm more than just looks i'm 
cute and personable. <laughs> I am, <laughs> you know? And then you start to engage in this conversation and this lazy motherfucker is like, yeah, that's good. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> How are you? Oh, for real though? You wanted a communication. You want somebody to kick. You wanted somebody to carry a a goddamn conversation because you can't. Right, right. I'm not picking up your pieces. I'm not the goddamn maid. I'm not your fucking mother. Grow up and go get a goddamn therapist. What's wrong with you? Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is it? W-W-Y-D? That part also. Yeah. Nobody wants to. If you can't type out full words, sir, we have nothing to talk about. We don't. (laughs) We don't. We don't. And then no punctuation on top of that. I got to guess. We got to play a guessing game in order for me to. No. (laughs) Uh-uh. I'm sorry. We are not in elementary school. We are not trying to build memory right now. I'm I'm 42. My memory is shot. Okay. It is what it is right now. Yeah, I, I think I'm not doing it. Communication is a big, that, that's a big one. And then well, like, I guess like if you don't have enough things in common, obviously, you know, if it's just a sexual attraction and that's all you want, then that's, that's good. But if, I mean, that's, that's you, but if you want more than that, be honest about what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Cause some people will just, yeah, that them. one is, um, yeah, that is definitely one of those for me also, because I am so direct. It is a little, it, it's not little, it's a lot off putting for most men. Um, because they're used to this very docile submissive. Okay. Whatever you want. Do we put more makeup on? Do we make my bigger? You want a, BBL got you covered daddy like and I'm not that kind of person and so you know with that there is a you know a lot of men that have a really hard time with just being open and honest um but you know I'm not gonna say just men I'm gonna say everybody we all have a really hard time being honest because if you know for me I will tell a man hey I, I need you to know that uh, I'm specifically not looking for a relationship. I don't need a stepdad for my children. Um, <laughs> I, I I really don't. Can you just drop off some peeny weenies, take out my trash, please? Thanks. I'll wave as you walk out my door. I will. I'll, <laughs> oh I'll my God, you are hardcore. You are not playing. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have time for it. Um, because I know the caliber of woman that I am. And I know the average man out there is not the caliber of man that I require. So in that process, I have to, I have to, it's called being realistic. Mm -hmm. I'm being realistic about myself and I'm being realistic about what's in the dating pool right now. And it's a bunch of toxic sludge. And so, you know, uh, Birmingham has, uh, some men, uh, (laughs) They, they are, they are male. They, they do not have, I was going to say they do not have large breasts, but a lot of them do have large breasts because they do not, there's no exercise, not in the South, not oh, really. Oh Lord, mm-hmm. that's depressing. Wow. That's actually why I date so many law enforcement um, men because hmm. they work out. Some of them. Uh, I some fat yeah. cops. <laughs> Birmingham PD does. Ooh, okay. They work out. <laughs> A lot, a lot. Oh God, they work out so much. Oh, and the peeny weenies is so great. Oh, it is peeny weenie. It is. I know this one guy. He go. I go. Hey, let me. Can I get a little picture of that peeny weenies? He goes. I don't have a peeny weenies. I have a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'm gonna say. Tell me what you got. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, but I mean, me. Um. I mean, the things that I would say, like, as far as, like, obviously, like, some of the people said this already. Have a friend that knows where you're going. Always. 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 Um, I send the name, number, yeah. addresses, all of that. Yep. Yeah. That's very important. 
And I, I always say, you know, we talk about pre-screening. If you can, you know, definitely talk on video first and see if there's even chemistry because you don't want to waste your time and go and you don't even connect with the person. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sorry. Sometimes I really just need to see what that dick looks like. Oh, <laughs> you're not I, helping. You're not helping me, Tracy. I'm trying to help the girls that want that want a relationship. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. This is in order to get a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Woo. Okay. We're 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 getting them to. Keep well, I mean, That's yeah, the focus, getting them kinda, to keep them. No, this is kind of good because it does have both sides of it because it does show that there are women out there that just want to have fun. Like, it's, it's true, you know. And there's some women that want to get married tomorrow, unfortunately. And that's another thing. If the guy is telling you he wants to marry you and it's only been, like, two conversations, run for cover. <laughs> I have oh. had, I've had a lot of those. Yeah, they call it love bombing. I mean, they might also need a visa. So it's <laughs> a combination of the thing. But um, yeah, be be careful of the, I'm in love with you. You're amazing. I want to spend my life with you. And you haven't even met in person yet. Like that's, come on, ladies. I've had that. I've had men very specifically tell me, hey, you know, I'm just coming over. You know, I just wanted the <laughs> little sunshine. And like after two weeks, they're like, hey, so, you know, uh, okay. where do you think where, where do you think this is going between us? It's going nowhere, sir. <laughs> <laughs> going nowhere, honey. That's it's going that's where you're going to walk out of my house. That's why they love you because you're, you're hardcore with it. They usually, men usually, men, men and women usually want what, what we can't have. So it becomes a challenge, you know, and they say men are yeah. hunters, so they're hunting you, Tracy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Let me ask you another thing. When you, did you, you said you were in California. Did you ever use Tinder or any dating sites outside of your city? No. So here's the thing. Um, I was with my husband for 10 years. Um, so, you know, prior to that, I was in my, in my twenties. You know, so it, I didn't, I, and on top of that, um, I was only sleeping with women. Uh, my husband, it's a long story. I know. Wow, this, this takes yeah, another yeah. turn. <laughs> exactly. I came out, I came out when I was 18. And okay. so from the time I was 18 until 2009, <laughs> until 2009, um, I only, I was only with women. Okay. And, uh, one of those women I was with for six and a half years wow. and it's a, that's another uh, show. That's a whole yeah. other show. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but, um, it was very violently abusive. Wow. And, um, you know, after that it was basically after my husband, I had to look at myself and I had to look at the relationships that I was in. And I had to realize that I was like a serial monogamist. And most of the time, my perceptions, you know, most of the time, serial monogamists are people that continuously go into relationship after relationship because they're too afraid to acknowledge who they are. So they are consistently looking for somebody else to fix them mm. instead of genuinely working to fix themselves. Interesting. And uh, I knew that the person that I became after my marriage, the person that I was in my marriage was not who I was. So how can I go out and date somebody, you know, being this person, knowing right. at some That's point in time, I was going to turn into this person, right? you know? So it, in a lot of ways, it wasn't fair to me and it wasn't fair to the men that I was, you know, engaging with as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it was probably one of the things that led to uh, the main character in my book, Black King you know, why things didn't work out between him and I, um, because I was not, I was not Tracy. Mm. 
I was I was uh, a pretty face and some some big titties and some good pussy. <laughs> Harlem Nights pussy. Sorry, I, that was unnecessary. That was just a shameless brag for no reason. Just in case I'm single. <laughs> I'm single already. A, a little commercial. Doing <laughs> <laughs> your DMs. Don't get mad at me. All right. <laughs> but um oh Tracy yeah 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 ball laughs my goodness um but it's interesting so that that probably makes sense of why you are so free spirited now because you're able to be yourself more I guess that's who you really are and so. in all honesty especially in living in Birmingham Alabama um to being being a very very natural black woman that walks around with a white woman's entitlement bro <laughs> and then I'm just like all like Tinkerbell hey guys what's up you want some food that i grew in my garden big strawberries <laughs> you know they look at me and they're like holy shit let me gravitate towards this one right here <laughs> you're i confidently say you're not going to find me anywhere in 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 alabama other than me right right no and where are you originally from I am originally from Los Angeles County, California. Oh, you are from LA. I was gonna say if you, yeah. you say Alabama like you're not from there. That's what I figured. Okay, because I'm not. I definitely make that distinction. People go, "Where are you from? California? <laughs> Where do I reside? I reside in Birmingham." Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, we got a lot, a lot of laughs out of you, honey, and learned a lot. This book sounds very interesting, very juicy. Um, tell us again where we could find the book and your website or anything? Yeah, definitely. So you can go on www.calibamaorganics.com. That's Cali like California, Bama like Alabama. So calibamaorganics.com. You definitely want to go there um, to buy it because, you know, I make more money that way. So thanks <laughs> in advance. Good, <laughs> Help good. out a single mom. Yep. <laughs> my kids are expensive. They are. They are. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. And I, I, from what I did see, it had good ratings, five star rating on Amazon. So that's awesome. So that's ah, awesome. yes, yes. Like, so this book has been, people have been waiting for this since the summer of 2020. Oh, I've wow. been telling, yes, I've been telling them I was going to write this book since then. And um, I was a, a guest panel speaker at a meta small business conference uh, mm -hmm. last year. And uh, a woman reached out to me. And she was like, oh my God, I saw your panel discussion. She's like, you're amazing and I love you and I want you on my podcast. And I was like, okay, great, <laughs> wonderful. And in the process of it, um, I found out that she was an author and I told her about my book and she was like, please, please do this. Wow. Please do it, please do it so hard. <laughs> and so I, I went to the Dominican Republic uh, in, in November for a week and I wrote my book. Nice. That's funny because I, I I went from, that was the only place I went by myself, Dominican Republic, this was over 20 years ago, to write my first novel. I mean, it was already written, but it, I needed the space to be alone and nobody bother me. And yeah, I had a good time. You see how the ancestors just lined everything up, sis? You When yeah. we first met, you were like, it was meant to be. <laughs> I needed to laugh at that gas station snacks. <laughs> So, that, part, that literally had me like like I, I laughed so hard I was like oh my gosh she is hilarious I need to look, I need to look at this lady find make her my friend um so I'm so happy to have met you again now sort of so to speak I'm so happy you reached out yeah and um hopefully everybody supports her book and um we hope that you follow some of these tips I hope we gave enough tips did we give enough tips um on online dating I think we did uh the best tip ever girl fuck that man and go get your pussy ate <laughs> oh my god 
That didn't and, come from me. Look, the views and, are not supported by and make sure he takes out the trash. I don't care if it was just one time. Make sure he take out that trash. It's not your responsibility. <laughs> That's what my daddy told me. I believe my oh, daddy. My God. And my my I guess I'm more of a prude because my, my tips are related to pre-screening, background checking. Get a reading if you need to. <laughs> make sure he's not married. Make sure he make sure he what else can we make sure? Make sure he's not homeless. Yeah, mine is always gonna be yeah, there's a whole bunch of to be do some do some ho shit and find you. That's my that's my dating advice. Do some ho shit and find you. Get, you. you get both. You can look. We, this needs to be like a show. Like uh, uh what, what, thumbs up, thumbs down. What was that? It's just going Ebert. <laughs> you get both sides, so that's kind of good. You can kind of get and and I should say disclaimer. I mean, I've been through this, and I actually met my boyfriend. We've been together two years now. We met on online dating. So the beautiful beautiful part is we were able to really background check him because um he knows this that um he actually lived in the Bronx near friends of mine's and I'm from the Bronx so it was I love it. it was like oh, I could even double check and make sure he's not really crazy but I mean he's still a little crazy but I love him <laughs> I love it I do all right guys well thanks for tuning in to another episode of own your power radio um, make sure you keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio, Own Your Power TV. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services, um, you can go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com and learn more about how I can help you in your business and in your personal life. And also, um, if you would like to get Reiki, I will be in New York City in April, April 20th to the 25th. So if you're interested in booking a one-on-one -on -one session, please reach out to me. Um, just go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. And uh, that's about it. So Tracy, thank you so much for being a guest. And Thank you for having me. And remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power. Want to get a sneak peek into the future of your health? Try iridology. With my iRead, we practice iridology from a holistic standpoint. We create both a physical as well as spiritual understanding, which brings you in touch with your total being and helps you to correct and prevent imbalances. Book your appointment today and get 10% off by using code OYP. Click the link below in our show description to gain more information. Take the holistic approach to your health with iridology. Don't forget to use code OYP to save 10%. See the link in our description to gain access.